well met. People of good old planet Earth. Good old number two. We're number two in the, the way that the planets are a thing, right? Isn't it like Venus, Earth, Mars, something, something, something? Whoa, there's geese in the road. Whoa, I almost hit a goose. That would not have been cool. It's been a while. I mean, today is October 22nd. I think my last episode was early September. And also, it's raining slash kind of snowing here. So I've got, I've got my wipers on and I've got some, some hot air in here because it's a little bit chilly. So we're going to get some, some real good background noise here. It's going to be just madness. It's going to be complete and utter madness at the Dark Moon Fair. What a good segue into the first thing we're going to talk about today of many because holy cow, Blizzard just blew the the lid off. What's the blue chunks in the best way possible? Just barfed up rainbows everywhere. And they were not messing around when they said that they were going to give us some really good updates today. I didn't expect there to be as many updates as they gave us. And I'm going to see if I can fit this all into one drive home. It's about 30 minutes to get home. We shall see if 30 minutes will suffice or not. Let's get right on into it. There are three big things that I want to talk about today. The first is the new Hearthstone expansion called Madness at the Dark Moon Fair. The next is the new achievement and achievements and progression progression. Wow, I can't even. I'm stumbling over my words again. I'm so excited. Achievements and progression system updates. And then also the new game mode that they announced. Now, first of all, this new expansion looks absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, I'm kind of a broken record. I end up saying that like every single time that there is a new expansion and but but this one is it's something I've personally wanted for a very long time. The Dark Moon Fair has always been such an interesting location that I think is interesting in World of Warcraft. This fair where it's it's a carnival, there's fun games and rides and prizes and you know you're earning tickets in order to do all these things and yet there's this old gods kind of vibe behind it there's something evil going on behind the scenes and you can't quite put your finger on it but everything is kind of messed up but you don't really know why and hearthstone is going all in on that feel the next expansion like i said is called not just the dark moon fair but madness at the dark moon fair and i will say that the reveal video for this, that Dave Kosak and Jason something, McIntyre, I think, did for this, was phenomenal and actually legitimately hilarious. I laughed out loud at many points. I'm not ashamed to admit that. So the old gods are back, basically. Think of this as Whispers of the Old Gods 2.0. I'm gonna get into a couple cards. They shared every single legendary neutral card that's coming out in this set. We know all five. The first one is Silas Darkmoon. Silas Darkmoon is the ringleader of the Darkmoon Fair. 
Come one, come all. It's Silas Darkmoon. He is a seven mana four four. If I'm remembering these stats right, he has a battle cry where you get to rotate minions. If you've played the current tavern brawl that's occurring right now, that at the end of each turn all minions rotate to the left and the right kind of accordingly. That's what happens. So you play Silas, and let's say for instance your enemy, your opponent only has one minion. You rotate, and your opponent gets Silas, and you get their minion. But let's say that your your opponent has two cards. You play Silas, and you rotate, and now Silas goes to their side, and you get either the left or the right minion, depending upon which way you rotate at the carousel. That's kind of a cool card. But and everyone actually is getting that one for free today when you log in, which is pretty exciting. But what I'm more excited about is they are doing new versions of all of the old gods. All of the four old gods, they're here. We've got Yogg-Saron, Kithun, Nizoth, and Yasharaj. And they're all, like, they're all so mind-blowingly awesome. You know, Whispers of the Old Gods is considered to be a lot of people's favorite expansion. It wasn't my favorite, but it is a very good expansion. I enjoyed the Old Gods mechanic. I especially liked what they did with Cthune, where you build a deck around him. And I especially liked Yogg-Saron, which is, with his random casting spells and all these sorts of things. So I'm going to kind of quickly go through these, but Yogg-Saron, his new battle cry is, if you cast 10 spells, if you cast 10 spells this game, you get to spin Yogg's wheel. It's basically his wheel of fortune. And there are a handful of different outcomes. I believe it was six. You have a 19% chance of getting five of them and a 5% chance of getting one of them. The 5% one is the most exciting. 5% chance that Yogg's gonna spin that wheel and you're gonna land on where Yogg is going to cast Pyroblast, which is deal 10 damage, until either you die or your opponent dies. 5% chance of that. So, what is that? One and out of every 20 games you play Yogg, it's gonna happen. The other ones are fairly balanced effects, but they're all really cool. Some of them are Yogg Saran eats every single minion on the battlefield and gains all of their stats. Other ones are he fills the board with all sorts of random minions. They're all really fun. The next one that is so exciting, and I am, you know, I'm more of a Yogg Saran guy, but this new Cthune card has got me so hyped. He's basically Exodia. So what the new Cthune is, it's a 10 mana 6-6, which is not very good stats. But at start of game, he breaks into four pieces. Think of Exodia. You shuffle those four pieces into your deck. Each of them is a five mana spell with different effects. Some of them, uh, like one of them summons Cthune as a 6-6 minion with taunt. Another one of them deals damage to the board. Another one is the random damage, and so on and so forth. And after you've cast all four of these, you've assembled these four pieces of Cthune, you've now created Cthune himself. And you shuffle him into your deck, and when you draw Cthune, he has a battle cry. And that battle cry is deal 30 damage, randomly split among enemies. So if your opponent doesn't have any minions, you basically kill them. Or if they do have minions, they're basically all going to die. But I really, I've, I love the idea of kind of gathering all these pieces together. I really loved Elise Starseeker, the original version of her, where you would have to play her, she shuffled the map into your deck, 
you draw the map, you play that, it shuffles the golden monkey, and then you draw the golden monkey. I love kind of going on these sub-quests within the game, and that's what you're doing with Cthune, is you're searching for Cthune. You're trying to assemble him, like Exodia, and if you can, you will surely obliterate your opponent. And actually, the flavor text is referencing Yu-Gi-Oh! It says something like, my grandpa's deck has no pathetic cards. Beautiful. The other two gods, old gods that we have is Nazoth. He is very much like his original counterpart, where he, his original is he would resummon all your death rattle minions that died. You know, up to the amount of space on the board. The new Nazoth is going to summon for each minion type that has died. So, maybe you fill your deck with a powerful dragon, a powerful beast, and a murloc, and a mech, and an elemental, and whatever. You play Nazoth, and he's going to summon back one of each of those minion types, which is very cool. I love Menagerie decks. I'd love to see that get some more support. And the last one is Yashraj, which he's going to give you zero-cost copies of all of the corrupt cards that you've cast this game. Corrupt cards are new to Madness at the Dark Moon Fair. And basically, the one that they shared with us was a 5-mana 4-4 four, four Rush minion. But if it was corrupted, it would gain plus 4, plus 4. And so it would become a 5-mana 8-8 eight, eight with Rush. And the way that you corrupt these cards is you have to play a card that's more expensive than them in order to corrupt them. So I could play the 5-mana 4-4 four, four on turn 5 if I wanted. Or I could wait and on turn 6 play a 6-cost card. And now that corrupted card for 5-mana 4-4 four, four is now a 5-mana 8-8 eight, eight that I can play on turn 7, along with something else for my two remaining mana. So kind of a cool new keyword. We'll see how that pans out. But Yashiraj is going to give you zero-cost cards of those corrupted ones that you've played this game. So could be very powerful, very swingy, kind of dependent upon what sort of corrupt cards that we see. Now, next thing to talk about is... There's going to be mini expansions, mini sets that come out kind of partway, halfway through an expansion cycle. So while Madness at the Dark Moon Fair is a total of 170 cards, which is more than they've ever done, you're only going to get the first 135 when the expansion comes out, which is like normal. But then it's going to be very similar to Descent of Dragons and Galakrond's Awakening, where the Galakrond's Awakening cards are technically a part of the Descent of Dragons release. It's going to be like that, except they're not going to be tied to a solo adventure. What's going to happen is just those 35 cards are going to come out, they're going to go into the packs of Madness at the Dark Moon Fair, which depending upon how many you've opened with the duplicate protection, you're probably going to get a lot of those new ones because you haven't opened them before. So you'll get those commons fairly easily, just opening a couple packs and so on and so forth. So that's very exciting. I think that's that's definitely going to be a very cool way to shake up the meta, where every you know every four months we get 135 cards, and then in between those, every two months after an expansion comes out, we get a little mini set, and that's that's pretty cool. You know, I've always loved those those adventure releases where we get extra cards. It definitely shakes things up. Next is the pre-order hero for Madness at the Dark Moon Fair. And yes, I'm saying Madness at the Dark Moon Fair over and over and over. You just got to see the video, the release video. It'll make sense. The pre-order hero is for Warlock. So actually not for Rogue, like a lot of us were guessing it would be. I'm a bit disappointed that it's not. 
but I'm also not disappointed because Warlock is one of my favorite classes, and the hero is Nazoth himself. You can become an old god. His entrance animation is super cool. He has a very cool eye animation when you do the hero power. He even has a voice line when you do the hero power, which I believe is new. I don't know if any other heroes do that. If they do, wow, I've just totally spaced out. But very awesome hero. Definitely gonna pick that one up. And the expansion itself comes out on November 17th. It's going to be awesome. I love the theme like I have mentioned. I think there's a lot of really fun, cool, hearthstone -y type things I can do with this creepy, messed up carnival that's going on here. Especially now that we know that not just an old god is influencing the madness, but all four of them are there, and it's about to get cray-cray. Next, I mean, I could honestly go on about the expansion for a while, but there's a lot to really cram in here. The next thing that they talked about is our new achievements and progression system. So currently, up until now, we've had none of that. We have not had achievements. We had some at release and in beta, like to get old Murkai, to get Captain's Parrot, and all these random things, but they took those away. And now we have a true achievement system in Hearthstone. They've revamped the profile tab. So now when you open up where what used to be where you could see your uh, current quests and your different levels of all the classes, that thing's all, it's been totally revamped. So in there we now have weekly quests, daily quests. So you can see where, where your quests are at. There is the achievements page, which is completely brand new. There's so many different achievements. Everything from play a thousand murlocs to get first place in battlegrounds with Ragnaros the Fire Lord. There's also, you know, get X amount of cards from X amount of set for X class. You know, collect all the mage cards from Madness at the Darkmoon Fair. That's an achievement. And they've said that they're going to definitely implement new achievements with each expansion, with each new game mode that's implemented. And as of right now, you get these kind of, they're, uh, it's like a little metal with an orange gem in the middle. Achievement points. They haven't said if those points are going to be used for anything, if it's basically just a pride thing of, hey, I've got 4,000 achievement points. How many do you have? I'm assuming in the future they're going to use those towards something. What that might be, I'm not sure. But as of right now, it's just kind of a, a gloating thing, which most achievement systems are. You know, the points don't really mean much. It's mostly the fun of just going after something and playing the game differently than you usually would. Like another Battlegrounds one is get three of Dance and Daryl's hats onto one minion, which is really cool. So achievements are now a part of the profile tab and I'm incredibly excited. There's achievements for solo adventure stuff, achievements for Battlegrounds, for just gameplay, for progression, for your collection. And I couldn't be happier. The system actually looks very well fleshed out. And there is a lot of depth and a lot more that they could even add to it. And so I'm very excited about that. Again, just that announcement alone would be enough normally. But I want to talk about the progression system. So now we have kind of a pseudo battle pass that has been implemented into Hearthstone. The cool thing about this is you do not need to buy it in order to take advantage of it. You can purchase what they're calling the Tavern Pass to get cosmetics. So each pass, at least this first one, when you get it, you get a Golden Silas Dark Moon, which is very cool. 
you're going to get eventually three different portraits for Jaina and three different for Thrall. You start at level one, and then as you progress through this new system, you get a upgraded version, Jaina level two, Jaina level three, and they all have different art, and they kind of progress in how awesome that they look. So the third one, you know, is very epic and amazing and that sort of a thing. There's also a brand new warrior hero on this path that comes with her own card back. And the way that this one's presented, it seems not so much like a hero skin, but a full-on new hero with her own tray, entrance animation, hero power animation, emotes, and the like. So the tavern pass currently costs $20, unless you wait halfway through an expansion, then I believe it goes down to 10. I don't think they've said if that's changing or not, so if all you're interested in is getting some of these new cosmetics and stuff, you can pay $20 and you can get those. You do get a experience boost, so you can progress a little bit faster. You start with a 10% boost. A lot, of bat a lot of battle passes do that kind of a thing. But honestly, most of the like really good in-game stuff that you would wanna get, you can get for free. They're gonna give you tons of gold, you're gonna get a new card back. They're gonna give you legendary cards. There's two legendary cards. There's an epic card you can get. There's card backs. There's all sorts of really sweet rewards that you can get just for free. And I really like that Blizzard has kept that. And so if you really wanna spend money, it's just cosmetic. And that is a beautiful choice. That is something that Legends of Runeterra does. And honestly, I couldn't be more happy that Hearthstone is implementing that with the progression system. So this progression track is specific to each expansion. So if we're going with how expansions have been released before, each expansion cycle lasts for four months. They haven't said that that's changing. So we're gonna go just based off of that that's what it's going to be. So each of these, you know, think of it as progression seasons is going to last for four months, which is definitely enough to get to level 50. Level 50 is as far as these go. If you reach level 50, that doesn't mean that your progression ends and you can't earn gold anymore. Every level beyond that is gonna give you 150 gold, which is enough for a pack and a half. So for every two levels beyond 50, you can get three packs. I like the way that that's working there. Also, once you get to level 50, you know, my mind is just blown. I'm all about hero skins. And so I've already mentioned there's three Jaina ones, three Thrall, a new warrior hero, but then they've also made another one for each class. If you reach level 50, there is a brand new hero portrait that you can pick. You pick one out of 10 and you get that new hero portrait. So there's a new Anduin, there's a new Uther, a new Malfurion and Valera and Jaina and Thrall and Garrosh and blah, 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 so on and so forth. And what it seems like it's gonna happen then is you only get to choose one. So you get to level 50 and you choose one. Personally, I'm gonna choose the new Illidan one. I think that one looks great. And then I'm assuming that then you're going to have to wait till the next expansion cycle, right? In order to get to level 50 again to choose your second out of the 10. So that means for the next 10 expansions, which is, man, that's over three years of content, we're going to be chasing after these. And it's really cool, you can prioritize which one you wanna get first, and you won't really feel bad if you didn't get, you know, if you see an opponent with one that you don't have, because it's not like it's unobtainable, you're gonna be able to get it, you're just gonna have to wait a little bit. And I think that that's really cool. And this whole new progression system, it's actually starting five days before Madness at the Dark Moon Fair launches. 
So this new progression system is starting on November 12th, which is a Thursday, and that's actually three weeks from today. So very excited to get in there, try that out, and I'm going to be an achievement hunter. You know, I'm just gonna throw that out there. I'm gonna be chasing after achievements. It's gonna be fun. Oh, one thing I should mention, so we're getting the weekly quests. At the beginning of each Monday, you're gonna get three weekly quests, which are gonna give you bigger rewards than regular quests. And it's gonna give you, uh, you know, you get all week to complete those. And then also, so currently we have in ranked, in standard, and in battlegrounds as well, every three wins, or actually I think this works in Tavern Brawl as well, every three wins that you get nets you 10 gold. Now Celeste Delon, who's one of the designers on the team, has said that this is not going away, um, in a way. So yes, you're not going to get 10 gold for every three wins. He said it's going to be a similar system, but it's going to work into the new experience system. But he said it's going to be actually even more rewarding. Because getting 10 gold for three wins actually felt pretty bad and not like it was even worth it. So one of the reasons for this new progression revamp is instead of getting gold for everything, you're now getting experience. And experience is what you get, so you need like 1,200 experience in order to progress to the next level in their you know, battle pass. And some, some quests give you like 800 experience, some give you more than that. But the cool thing is now, is you're gonna get experience for anything that you do in the game. You're gonna get experience for playing on the standard ladder, for wild, for doing arena, for doing battlegrounds. You're even going to get experience for doing solo player content. So you can really play Hearthstone how you wanna play it, and you're still going to progress. So if you're a battlegrounds only player, it might, it would, you know, it'd feel bad if you'd have to play standard all the time in order to get the cool new hero skins that are on the battle pass. You don't have to. You can play Battlegrounds and still earn these things. And that is incredibly exciting and actually might push me back to play some more solo content stuff that I've neglected. There's a lot of heroic dungeons and stuff that I haven't completed. And if completing those is gonna give me some progress towards something that I'd use on the standard ladder, I am all for that. Now, last thing to talk about is the new game mode, which is interesting. I. I'm hesitant because I haven't played it yet. I'm going to be pre-ordering when I get home later today and I'll kind of start to dabble in it. But it, it's called Duels. Basically what it is, is the team has taken the solo player dungeon run experience and made it PvP. So if you're unfamiliar with the solo player dungeon run experience, you start the game off, you choose a class, you start with a deck, you choose a hero power, you get to choose a very powerful treasure card to put into your deck, and you fight a boss. After you fight that boss, oh, by the way, you start with a smaller deck. It's about half the size of a normal one. After you beat that first boss, you're going to get to choose a few cards to add to your deck. It's kind of like a roguelike. Think of uh, Slay the Spire as one of the most popular ones out there. And then about every three bosses, you actually get to choose a new treasure to add to your deck. So now you have two treasures in your deck. And these treasure cards are insanely awesome and very powerful and fun to play with. What's making this one unique is in Dungeon Run in the past, the two biggest differences, number one, you'd only play against the computer. So that's the biggest difference here. Now you're playing against actual opponents. The second biggest difference is whereas before, man, I just lost my train of thought. Wow, honestly, my brain just fried. 
What was I even talking about before? Hmm. Huh. Man, it's like all this talking so fast has just completely fried my brain. But anyway, I'll start to talk about something else and it'll probably come to me. But with duels, there's going to be a casual ladder. And then there's going to be a paid, kind of more competitive ladder similar to arena. So when you start a duel, you're given three health, three lives. If you die three times, you're out. It's much like arena. If you get to 12, you win. Now you get early access if you've pre-ordered Madness at the Dark Moon Fair, and you can get access to this new mode. I am skeptical, but also excited. So here's the difference I remember. In solo player, they made decks for you. In one of the newer ones, you could choose one of three decks. But what you can do now is you get to choose your starting deck. And it can be from any card you've ever owned. Standard cards are legal, wild cards are legal. I can put old school Yogg-Saron in my deck. I can put Potion of Polymorph in my deck if I want. I don't know why I would, but I could. So, yeah, anyway, I'm really excited because I love the Dungeon Run format and I wanted there to be a you know regularly updated version of Dungeon Run. This just isn't exactly how I thought it would be. I, I thought it would be more solo focused and so it being PvP is just throwing me for a loop. But I'm very excited to get in there and I'm excited that anything that I earn in there with the new progression system, any games that I win, is going to go towards me earning new hero skins and rewards on that progression track. So it's not going to be a feels bad thing. Where that was a big thing with the old solo player dungeon run experience was it was fun, sure, but you felt like you weren't really progressing or earning anything. Where if the feeling of progressing is enough, and if yes, playing duels gives me enough experience to progress fairly well on that battle pass, I'm going to play duels and it's going to be an awesome time. A couple random things to end up here. So Blizzard came out and basically put up on their chart that, so the new game mode is duels, but there's also going to be another new game mode in like three to four months. Who are you Blizzard and what did you do with Blizzard of old? Another new game mode? My gosh, it's, it's actually a lot. And I'm excited, but I'm also like, holy cow, another new game mode? This dev team has just gone so far above and beyond that it's completely unrecognizable from how Hearthstone used to be ran before. And I say that in the most positive way possible. This new Blizzard, this new Team 5 is, they're listening to the community, they're putting in all these new features and things that we've been wanting ever since release and the years following release. I just couldn't be happier with the direction of Hearthstone and where things are going. And I'm so excited for this new expansion, especially because there's a new 10 mana card that is going to completely destroy the meta. It's called Darkmoon Rabbit. It's a 10 mana 1-1, the weakest stat line ever printed on a 10 mana card. But it has Rush and Poisonous. Rush means it can attack minions right away. Poisonous means whatever it attacks, they instantly die. And it has that it also damages the minions next to whomever it attacks. 
So I know the Darkmoon Rabbit, like this is a reference to the rabbit from World of Warcraft, but the rabbit from World of Warcraft is a reference to Monty Python and the quest for the Holy Grail and that demonic little bunny that shows up towards the end of the movie that just instantly murders people. That's what this is, the Darkmoon Rabbit. Look at the art. It's a little white rabbit and it's chilling by like a medieval helmet and a body and it's got red eyes. I don't know if this card is good, but you better believe I am putting this rabbit in so many decks, it's not even funny. 